When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Razaban IFL TV proudly sponsored by Everlast. It's 8.30 p.m. Gareth, we're in the lobby of the hotel after a Floyd Mayweather press conference. Been very patient waiting for you, but, oh, you but we're here now. Um, long day for you first. Well, I've been working, so I've only just stopped. Got myself a coffee. It's been a very long afternoon, that, that Conor Ben story breaking. Floyd Mayweather and uh, Aaron Chalmers here today. Um, in the meantime, I did a Zoom with Tommy Fury. I showed you the little link up. I was just leaving Tommy Fury's Zoom as Floyd came out to do a talk sports interview. Only got a minute or two with Floyd, but I managed to link them up by moving my laptop around. Very funny moment, really. And then I think I'd used up my time with Floyd, so he didn't really want, want to answer very much. And then after that, it's been, you know, um, sending video, writing stuff, just written a story for the Telegraph newspaper for tomorrow on this Conor Ben situation today, which I'm sure you're going to ask me about, um, with um, the WBC admitting him back into the rankings today after probably about it's almost three months of studying that 270-page report. I'm going to read um, a quote. The WBC stated, no conclusive evidence. He intentionally, knowingly ingested clomiphene. WBC expected Ben's highly elevated consumption of eggs as uh, a reasonable explanation for the positive test. Now, I've only read snippets, Gareth, but obviously you've done a full-on article, so I'm sure you've done a lot more research. What's your initial reaction to the WBC's announcement? Well, I've read that report through a couple of times now, and also, I thought we'll probably come to it, the Boxing Border Control statement as well that came out probably two hours, three hours later. Um, that's why we're still sitting here at 8.30 at night. Um, as far as my fault, you're still sitting here at 8.30 at night because you have diligently waited an hour. Um, I think what they've said is we are, we don't, we're not party to the details in that report yet, but what they have said is given the findings that have been sent to them, there, they, there, is, there is a reasonable expectation that they do not believe he's cheated, as you read out there. They don't believe he's cheated. They do believe he's had an over-consumption uh, of eggs 
Uh, they're going to pass it on to WADA as well, the World Anti-Doping Agency, that this needs to be flagged. That, And I imagine he's not the first person to test positive from eating too many eggs for clomiphene. Um, so the WBC are requesting that WADA look into this, because obviously WADA create the, the banned substances, um, which have given him elevated levels of clomiphene in his system, or trace levels as they call it. Um, they don't believe he's done it intentionally. Um, that's fair enough. They don't believe there was any contamination in the VADA testing process, because if you recall, the reason why Ben and his team have gone to the WBC is that this is the first test he was positive for back in July under the WBC CARES programme, but administered by the Voluntary Anti-Doping Association, VADA, as well as the one that was done in September in the build-up to the fight over here, or wherever he was at the time in Wyler White or wherever he was. So um, what they're saying is, we don't believe this guy is a cheat. Yes, though, there was clomiphene in his body. We are not going to throw Varda under the bus over this. They've done nothing wrong. There's no contamination in, I think they mentioned the A and B samples in it. I'm not sure they tested the B sample. Um, but what they've said is, this guy is now free to go back into our rankings. We believe him. We're going to monitor his nutritional input. That's in there as well and we are going to test him regularly to make sure he's sticking to the guidelines we've given his nutritional team. That's pretty much it. Um, and that's where the WBC sits right now. As you mentioned, a few hours later, the, the UK board, uh, British Board of Control, obviously put a statement out as well. I'm sure you've gone through that in detail. So what have you made from the UK board's perspective? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to see if Robert Smith's got back to me as well, because I've been chasing Robert Smith, the Secretary of the Boxing Board of Control, to try and uh, it's only one tick on his WhatsApp. His phone may be turned off. He's probably been chased by every man and his dog right now. But um, the Boxing Water Control verified they've seen the, a copy of the report. Not sent to them, I don't think, by the WBC, but it's out there and, and you know it's in public. So they've had a look at it in the public domain. I did speak to Robert Smith earlier on in the day and got an answer from him soon afterwards where he said only just received the news it needs consideration statement will go out that was at seven minutes to four this afternoon um, I think the WBC statement probably came out 40 minutes earlier something like that um, but what they have said in the end in the statement that came out as a press statement on email was that yes we've seen the report we respect the WBC's view and findings but we just want to remind everyone that they are a sanctioning body not a licensing authority uh, Conor Ben still has to go and clear his name to get a license to box in the UK must still clear his name with their licensing or testing authority the UK anti-doping uh, agency UK anti-doping um agency or association, I think it's agency, um, but he's got to clear his name through them because they have tried to second the details of the VADA tests. We knew that last November, December, that they were looking into those tests. I still think, if you're going to ask me next what's going to happen now, what will happen is, and if it hasn't happened already, that report, unless it's, it might be sent in wholesale, 270 pages of it, to the Boxing Board of Control from Ben's legal team or from his uh, manage managerial team, the team running these affairs. Eddie Hearns at pains to point out it's not him at this point, by the way. He's been on the phone 
few weeks ago to tell me this, no, I'm not involved in this process right now. Um, he just wanted transparency on that, that it's Ben's legal team doing it and his management team. They may well now say to the board, right, we have been exonerated from being a cheat by the boxing board, by the, by the, by the WBC. He's always maintained his innocence throughout it. You can't take that away from him. Um, and I think the Boxing Board of Control are going to have to look at those findings of the WBC and come to their own conclusion. They will be demanding that report, I'm sure, because they need it. And maybe they even need to interview him because he didn't turn up for the interview when he had the board hearing. Not an interview, but he didn't attend the board hearing, his lawyer did, when he relinquished or surrendered his licence last year, where the board upheld the fact that two tests had been violated and say whether it's deliberate or not, but there were two tests. What you cannot get away from is clomiphene was in his body on two occasions when he was tested by VADA. What people are now saying, WBC principally, is we believe he didn't cheat to do it. He didn't do it intentionally. He didn't put that substance in his body. Does Eddie, that make any sense? Yeah, yeah. It, it made sense to me. Hopefully the viewers will make sense to them as well. Eddie Hearn Hopefully. has done an interview today on Boxing Social where he said that he will now look to resume Conor Ben's career with the fight in April, May or June following the WBC's ruling today. Hearn said he would like, he would like Ben to fight in the UK under the British board. Good. However, there's a separate investigation going on. So how does that look for the sport of boxing? The fact that you're, you're okay to fight abroad, but you can't fight in the UK because there's still an investigation going on. No, but he can't fight in the UK yet. They need to press on and get this investigation uh, looked into... Uh, have a resolution, have transparency over it. Look, we had it before with... Gareth, should he be fully cleared by the board before he even considers going back in the ring? Not that he requires the British board licence to fight abroad. To fight abroad, maybe, but you'd, you'd expect there to be... Clarif you know, clear your name with the Boxing Board of Control, get the resolution. If they ban you for a year, they ban you. If they say it's your fault, it's your fault. If they don't ban you, you can go ahead. Um, Eddie Hearn's pressing the case there. Um, he's going to have to... I think he's got to prove his name. In my view, got to prove his name with UCAD and the Boxing Board of Control first before he um, goes ahead and boxes here. I think Eddie's jumping the gun, but maybe they're already talking behind the scenes. Gareth, just picking this uh, back up. Um, just want to be hypothetical. Now, if the board do ban him, that ban would only apply in the UK. So he could continue to fight because the WBC have cleared him. How confusing is this? It is really confusing. I've spoken to Robert Smith about this before and I've spoken to Mike Mazzulli, um, who was the president of the ABCs in America, the American Boxing Commissions. And I, on the day we were at, we were all there at the, um, the plaza in Canary Wharf and we were all waiting for the resolution when it was cancelled in the end where Eddie and Calla didn't take any questions at all, they just made a statement that the fight was off. I remember Mike Mazzulli from America ringing me and saying, if they go ahead with that fight, with these two positive tests, we are banning Eddie from promoting anywhere in, in America. We're going to speak to all the commissions. They're very serious about it. Um, obviously, this is different now, and the, the situation's moved on. And when you speak to um, the heads of licensing bodies, the commissions and all those people, all kinds of weird different algorithms and different 
you know, kind of relationships, of course. I mean, every state in America has its own commission, almost every state. Um, and of course, they are local government authorities, by the way. The Wrestling and Boxing Commission is part of the local, I don't know if you know that, the governance of local, it'd be like our local authorities. They're not, they're statutory bodies. They're not ad hoc bodies like Boxing Water Control, who is an answer to, all, to anybody, maybe apart from Sport England, all that kind of stuff. Um, but um, it's not government-sanctioned body anyway, but they are in America. Um, so um, long and short of it, Ideally, what Eddie's saying is, let's get him cleared in the UK, but how long is it going to take? Putting pressure on the board there. Uh, because obviously the board want him to fight here. It, well, if, the, if they believe that this case is right. But what the promoter's doing here is threatening them by saying, if I have to, I'll take my boxer abroad and we'll box him there. We want to get him out, what do you say, April, May, June. I can tell you 100% categorically Behind the scenes, there have been talks for Conor Ben to fight Manny Pacquiao. Categorically. And Knucklehead Sean revealed it the other day. A friend of mine in the Philippines who's very close to Manny Pacquiao revealed it as well. Eddie Hearn's looking to get him in big fights. Because there's no time to waste now, I think they believe. Get him in the biggest fights possible. I think if Chris Eubank Jr. beats Liam Smith in the rematch, which I don't think he will now, I think that fight will be on this year as well. Um, you know, they're... they're They've, they've gone about it, as we just explained, almost through the back door, going for the first test with the WBC first, and then putting pressure on the Boxing Board of Control and UCAD now. You know, it's a very powerful approach. Is it right? It's never right when someone has a banned substance in their body. It's an inherently dangerous sport we're talking about. We have to take it very seriously. Obviously, Conor Ben's annoyed with every man and his dog who's had anything to say about him. Even if he does clear his name, people will always ruminate about this or that and how boxing doesn't test fully enough, it doesn't uphold its laws and all these things. But look at what Saul Canelo Alvarez has done after being positive for clenbuterol all those years ago. Um, you know, it's... They took hair follicles and proved something in the end for him, didn't they? That's how they proved his innocence or, or that he'd taken contaminated meat, which has changed rulings with, with some of the testing bodies. That It's become more acceptable. The football teams that 11 people testing positive for it in a football team, that kind of evidence. So I think this previous with Conor Ben's clomiphene test, they, they've outlined other sports and other sportsmen that have tested for it through similar methods. So, oh, it's, it, it's just the five months of obfuscation and lack of transparency and it being as clear as a muddy pool at times where it's left all that space, that hiatus, that vacuum for people to debate about what's wrong with boxing and why they're hiding behind legalese and lawyers. So it's not satisfactory for anyone but this is an inherently dangerous sport so any test for performance enhancing drugs has to be taken seriously you mentioned earlier they took the wbc three months to go through this 270 page document surely the board would require that document as well so are we suggesting that this might take a number of months still to to come to a a conclusion from the board's perspective? It might do, but UCAD might talk to VADA. They might talk to the WBC committee. There's, I mean, 
they're very, se- not secretive, but they're very kind of behind closed doors on these processes. They're not very transparent about it, and it does leave us all in the dark. And it does leave us to opinion, or to opinion on a lot of these things. So I just hope they try and get all the detail. I mean, Robert Smith's been very open in saying, I haven't received anything from Conor Ben's team since last October. A Conor Ben's team will say, well, what did you ask for? That's what their response will be. But clearly, Smith's saying they should have come to us to try and clear their name. Clearly, on the other hand, Conor Ben's team decided we're going to go the WBC route, the first test for the CARES programme. That was the first positive test we had. So that's the route we're going to go. We're going to go there first. We're not going to do a bilateral process with UCAD and the Boxing Border Control and WBC at the same time. They've got the... They've got very good resolution for themselves out of this. And so they can move on. I mean, if the board, if, if Conor Ben really wants to box in this country and Eddie wants him to box in this country, Eddie Home, they should push the board to try and make a decision and resolution, get all around a table, get in front of them and, and make that decision. The problem they've got is if the board give him a ban, like you say, He's not going to be able to box for a while. They might give him a ban because they, they say, well, you should have been more careful about what you were taking. It's up to them what they do. But if they believe the WBC report, if they buy into that as well, maybe he could be boxing here next. Gareth, in your, you've been around the sport uh, many decades. Have you ever come across a case such as an athlete has consumed too many eggs? You know, there were talks before that I've, I've heard from different uh, ex-fighters that because when the rumours were going around that it might be eggs, the reason for the, the levels of clomiphene, you have to consume a lot of eggs weekly, daily, to have those levels. I can't make a judgment about how many eggs a man eats in a day, you know? Um, how many eggs could you eat in a week? 40? I could do 10 a day. Could you do 10 a day? So you could have 70 eggs a week, that's 300 a month. If you did it for three months, that's 900 eggs. That's a lot of egg, brother. That's a lot of egg. There's a lot of people with egg on their faces right now. Um, You know, um, with the sniggering in the background. Very poor joke, really. But um, he maybe has had an abundance of eggs, but I thought he was vegan. I don't think he was vegan. No, he wasn't vegan. Okay, or he's plant-based or whatever. I mean, look, it is what it is. He's consumed far too many eggs. Clomiphene has shown up in his system. That's what they're saying. Um, apparently it's happened with other athletes before. Um, it's a right royal mess. Um, it's not satisfactory. I mean, if you want me to sit here and say, no, he should be banned for four years and he's an intentional cheat. I mean, I've known Connor several years. I never saw him like that. I never saw him as a cheat. I've never seen him as a cheat, but twice clomiphene was in his body, so he had to be answerable for it. I've heard him say, I have no answer, but obviously they've gone back over what his diet was, what his nutrition was over that period, and they've said it can only be this. So he didn't come forward and say, my partner Victoria was on um, clomiphene as a, as a fertility drug and I've accidentally taken a pill, no. So, I mean, I think Eddie at one point might have had a chat with us and say, why, why the hell hasn't that been the reason? You don't, I'm glad there hasn't been a reason like that invented. This is the reason they've given. We, we, 
it, it's a, you go around in circles with this. It's a vicious circle, a vicious cycle. Um, I hope he clears his name fully with the Boxing Board of Control in UCAD, and I hope we see him back. Okay, Gareth, we're approaching um, quite, quite late now in the evening, so I do appreciate a few moments of your time. And, and yeah, we'll keep an eye on the board's um, remarks, if there are any further comments they make, and I'm sure we'll catch up with you again. Do you not want my pick on Tommy Fury and Jake Paul this weekend? I thought we might do that on Friday, but hey, since we're here, um, if you want to give me your prediction on Tommy Fury and Jake Paul, which is on Sunday in Saudi Arabia on BT Sport pay-per-view. I wanted to give it to you now because I might, I don't know yet, but I might be hosting the weigh-in on Friday, so I, I might be running around a little bit. Um, Got to go for Tommy Fury. He's the winner on paper and he's the winner in the ring for me. I'm a great admirer of Jake Paul. He's got huge cojones. Um, I've watched him for several years. I've been around him several years. He's fantastic fun. I think he's got a lot of balls stepping out, with, out you know, into the ring with Tommy Fury for chasing the fights, for challenging people like Carl Froch. Carl, do not get in the ring with Jake Paul. I'm concerned for you. Nine years out of the ring, Carl. Don't. You don't need it. You had your nose done. You look great. You don't need to get in there and beat up Jake Paul, Anderson Silva or any of these other guys. You're a hero. I loved covering your career. Please don't step back in the ring with Jake Paul. Tommy Fury gets the job done in about five rounds, in my view. Gareth A. Davis, IFL TV, thank you very much. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.